following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore Live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. Today on Casually Hardcore, my pants awaken. Arrow, now in Technicolor. Flash, 50% less Firestorm, 50% more flashes. Don't call me Sky. Mythbusters, finally busted. Paint the tube red. All this and more on this episode of Casually Hardcore. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> this is an episode of Casually Hardcore, is it not? No, I just realized what I just read, and it was like, huh, you know, if you reverse the last two words, it's a porn site. <laughs> 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 All righty then. I'm glad you're well versed in those things. Uh, as I say, you you are expressing a great deal of in depth and breadth of knowledge on this topic. I, yeah, um, I, mean, I can't help that you guys are not as worldly <laughs> as I am. Paint the red tube. Hey, I wonder if you know, YouTube considered that when they named their pay service, their pay video service, ending with the words tube. Red. Red. I think any, I think there's most likely, not that I have curated all these sites, but I would <laughs> guess there's probably a hundred different sites out there that involve the word tube or you in it, followed by not the normal word after it. Or <laughs> I will be in the car. Yes. <laughs> okay, so up then. front first, an apology to all of our listeners for there not being a show last week, which is entirely my fault. Daxa and Grail were ready to do a show. Well, <laughs> we go that far. They well, looked. They, Grail they, was ready Grail to was do a show. Ready. Daxa was sleeping. Grail didn't feel the need to wake me up since there was no show. Yes. Yeah, I kind of. I'm still not in the whole groove of this not being a Sunday thing and being a Thursday night thing, and. I was doing unscheduled emergency upgrades to the server closet in the garage because I learned that um, if an air conditioning unit is designed to vent through a six-inch conduit, it, by God, wants a six-inch conduit and a four-inch conduit will not do, and the bitch will shut down every 30 seconds if you don't give it the venting that it wants. So I spent the bottom half of the day on Thursday ripping out all the original construction and installing the expanded venting system, um, which completely kicked my ass. So <laughs> I got in from that, got showered, got cleaned, hit the bed hard, and then woke up in the morning, looked at my text and said, oh, no. Because there was a text from Grail, say, "Hey, show tonight!" Like, ah, crap. Uh -huh. so, no, maybe not. In service to the greater network and and the impending God, I hope soon, out of beta and into 1.0 launch of Alpha Geek Video. I've got like one freaking bug. I'm waiting for the VMix software developers to fix, and then I'm good to go. 
but the if the servers melt into a pile of slag, all is for naught. So it was kind of a priority to not have that multi-thousand dollar investment that all of our listeners and viewers paid for melt into a puddle of goo. It was a worthwhile investment in time. It just kind of made the live show slip my mind. So yep. apologies. That's entirely on me, and I'll do my best to not have that happen again. Whoops. Uh that was funny. Oh, show you shush woman. You were gonna you were gonna sleep through it. I was, unless I got woken up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and history tells us that that was totally gonna happen. <laughs> well, obviously no if there was no show. I'll be in the car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So welcome to this week's live edition of Casually Hardcore. From us to you. And we've now one of the benefits of that missed week is we are now well ahead of the Gilligan period on the television shows we'd like to uh, talk about on the show. So Flash Green Arrow, excuse me, Flash Arrow, still called Arrow, though they are calling the character Green Arrow now. Yes. Uh, yes. and Marvel's Agents of Shield. Uh, yeah. though frickin' frack on the other end of Skype here have informed me that they're not quite caught up on Flash. So no. I will not gi- quite yet. I will give you the, the light duty, um, not too spoilery summary of it remains the weakest of the three. Um, <laughs> they really profoundly skim over dealing with the freaking black hole they opened over Central City. Really? And oh God. They're just gonna leave it there? No, it's like if no, you no, don't no. look at it. They just <laughs> solve it Eclipse. with a hand wave and use it as a convenient excuse to write out one of the characters that because the, the actor wasn't going to return. Um, and it's, it's like, really? It, it, it barely got 20 seconds of coverage. Um, uh-huh. It was really lame. Yeah. Um, now, fallout from the whole trans-dimensional breach thing is forming a pillar of the of where the antagonists will come from for this whole season. So they don't dismiss it, but they solve it real quickly. Like it's, it's a really like a bad pulpy comic book solution of, Oh, Hey, we just do this thing that we just came up with, pulled out of our butts. Oh, look, the wormhole's gone. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. So they do kind of skirt around the, oh, Hey, yeah, this actor's not here anymore, but the other 50% of his character firestorm is still here. So hey, look at this old dude. Isn't he cool? Uh, <laughs> and I love the actor. The actor does a wonderful job. Oh, and, the great. Yeah. yeah. He was, he was really the, the perfect choice for the professor and I'm and looking forward to seeing him in, in legends of tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's weak. Um, <laughs> but they do, they use this as their MacGuffin to introduce the DC multiverse concept. Right. Um, so we start dealing with Earth 2, um, one of many to come, if, if uh, history is any kind of a judge. Um, but yet it's, uh, I'm, I'm cautiously, I mean, it's, it didn't, it's not terrible. It's, it's about the same quality as right. Last season, it hasn't you know, ramped up into its awesomeness that it could be, um, but they haven't lost me as a viewer. So when you guys get caught up, we'll talk about it in a little more in a little more depth. For sure. Um, on the other end of the DC universe, Arrow. Yeah. Since they, you know, very uh, cleverly, air quotes, killed the vigilante Arrow uh, mm-hmm. last season. Um, once we're done with. Um, Stepford Wivesville. 
where <laughs> apparently Felicity and Oliver set up shop. Um, oh, come on. I mean, that entire thing was done for the line, Felicity Smoke, you have failed this omelet. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. It was a hell of a long way to go for that joke. Okay. That was, yeah. It was, it was a, a long a reach, trip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yes. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I so, Although I did like the fact that he was trying to be good the whole time oh, yeah. and not do any crime fighting and be like, you know, diving into this domestic boring Bliss. life. And she <laughs> was totally sneaking behind his back. Yeah, yeah, which, I mean, I thought it was clever, but at the same time, you look at it and like, but the entire, basically three seasons, she was the one pushing for that yeah. life yes. and telling them, you know, this is what, you know, you can have a normal life, blah, blah, blah. So for her to 180 that quickly to be like, eh, you know, this is kind of boring. I was bored. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they blew up my last boyfriend. I'm going to make Whoopi while I can before this one's knifed in the neck, you know, because right. history, is, you know, past performance is a predictor of future performance. Uh, yeah, get in bed, Oliver. Uh, it was, I mean, but it was good. I mean, you got to actually see a little more lighthearted yeah. version of Oliver, which is definitely the the road, at least at the beginning here, that they're trying to to take with yes. him and basically introduce more of the. I think they're trying to move him a little more towards now the comic books character's uh, personality. And I hope they do because I mean, especially when, when like written by Kevin Smith. Yeah, Oliver is you know almost Deadpool levels of wisecracking smartass. Right. Yeah. And that's really been absent. And the if you oh, look, yeah. if you read some of the behind the scenes stuff with the writers and the and the producers, they say, yeah, we've gone darker than we intended. So this season we're going to try and reel it back a little bit. Yeah, and that's uh, what it, we'll it feels like, at least at the beginning. Now, normally also at some point in the season, Oliver has some major tragedy. <laughs> so yeah. and that's usually, I think that's been the main thing that's kept it in that dark area. It's like, you know, season one gets back from the island, goes on a murderous rampage after his father is dead, and then loses his best friend. Mm -hmm. Season two loses his mom, mom. <laughs> and a good chunk of the city and his company. Season and, three almost loses sister. Right, sister yeah. nearly dies, and you know, town goes furthermore into hell. Gets and is trying to you know be pressured as as fully as possible to become the head of an assassins league. Yeah. So it's not really wisecracking material. No, but I, I, you know, though, but I mean that formula's worked. I've watched all three seasons, so yeah. we'll have to see how they do this one. Although I do find the um, oh, got the um, police chief. Oh, uh, the Paul Blackthorne. Paul Blackthorne. Yeah. Well, his character. Lance. Harry Lance. Dresden, Captain yes. Lance. Yeah. Yes, Harry Dresden. I do find his character funny when he was, you know, he talks smack to Oliver. Yeah. Where we were thinking, Grail was like, you know, there's, there's still that statue of me. I mean, we just passed it uh -huh. on the way in. Yeah. They seem to conveniently forget, forget that, that whole, like, mm -hmm. season two ending where they gave him a statue of the city a la Batman. Yeah. And now he's just like, you're the worst thing ever. Like, uh, dude, like, Statue. not more, <laughs> less than two years ago, I saved the entire city from a pack of like roided up madmen. <laughs> nah, it was last season, dude. Yeah, but so, what have you done for us yeah, lately? Well, and and really, lately? they give the new big bad a great line. So Damien Dark, who yes. was hinted and foreshadowed 
by Ra's al Ghul last season. Mm-hmm. Right. Shows up. They've, chose, they've chosen well. the perfect actor for the role. Um, Ensign Hawk from Star Trek yes. uh, First Contact. Um, and he says, ah, Star City in the fall. Though it's pretty much the same as the other three seasons. Right. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. That was a self-reference. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Um, I uh-huh. think he is the strongest part of the new season. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I he's mean, a credible, a credible big bad. Yes, he is a credible big yeah. bad for sure. And he's, he's playing him with the ice cold, creepy, on the edge of slightly waiting to burst out with violence. And I think the actor plays it very well. Yeah, yeah, no looking, doubt. Looking he's, forward to uh, seeing where they take him. I don't think he's waiting that long. Yeah. No, but it's already he, he hasn't exactly flipped his shit. Okay, right out, <laughs> right out of the gate. No, right. he has not flipped his shit right out of the gate. So yeah, no, it's been I, so far. I've been pleasantly happy with the season. Yes. Yeah. Um, for, for, I mean, for for the for the comic book television adaptation that it is, it, it gives me exactly what I tuned in for. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. And they've 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 got their their baddie of the week basically. Um, yeah. with the occasional salting of metahumans visiting from Central City, because gotta gotta maintain that connection. Hey, remember we're all part of the same universe, guys. Ha 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 ha. Yep. We, we got Vixen and Legends of Tomorrow coming. Don't forget. Um, <laughs> just saying. And Supergirl's yeah. over there. Um, and I'm not I'm not entirely certain. I think Supergirl's going to be its own universe. Tied right. in with the movie, it's it's yeah. the one that is tied in with the movie franchise because they right. have right. definite ties to Man of Steel and yeah. definite now, the, references. The, the biggest to- draw right now, other than Damien Dark as being an interesting villain, is the uh, eventual uh, cameos of Constantine. Yes, yes. oh, that's and, and absolutely all indications from the center that 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 episode is going to be righteous. Yeah. yeah. Never mind that his show was canceled, but the character and the actor are awesome, so I'm looking forward to one last taste of them before he falls into Yeah, into well, if it does well enough, though, you never know. You never and know. God knows if it gets on the CW, it's like 10 seasons guaranteed. So. <laughs> Absolutely. 11 if you're supernatural. Well, it's supernatural. <laughs> so. yeah. Shut up. Speak not the names of the evil ones. Uh, <laughs> Misha. Oh, Misha. Anyway. Um... Shifting over to the Marvel side of things, uh, Agents of Shield. Um, I pretty strong out of the gate. I think. What do you guys think? So far, so, so good. So far, so good. Yeah. Uh, they've you know managed to make me not cringe when Sky or Daisy is Daisy. On they, they renamed Daisy. her, so you don't think of her as the cringeworthy character she used to be. Right. Right. Because right, now she's going to be a leader of an elite group. Yeah. So well, she really Jane. wants to be whatever, but she can't seem to form that group, which is one right. of the items of no. conflict. I I think that's funny though. I think yeah. the fact that no, it's you good. Know, it's fun. It's yeah. good storytelling. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's it's been good. I mean, I, I think she's good. Uh, the the stuff with uh, Simmons, I'm a little yeah. like I love it. Really? really? I love that it's a total inversion of last season where Fitz was a wreck and basically spent all of last season recovering and finding his new center. And now he is in his strong place and is going to be the rock for Simmons if he can. That, that's what he wants to be. 
Well, I still think, though, that Fitz is in his crazy place. I don't think he's in his strong place. I think he's in the middle of his, um, I don't know what, you know, I can't really function well phase. And that and makes it interesting place. to me. So the, I think he's the, a bit in the middle. The super genius, self-assured, backed with massive technology guy was way less interesting to me than this damaged guy who's still trying to do right and oh, yeah. reclaim, reclaim lost ground. I, 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 I like where they put Fitz's character, and I, I'm, I'm not even sure, like, literally, let me think where we were at. The last thing we saw was she got back right. and was She's all kinds of P- PTSD. Yeah, she was kind of huddled with a little wooden stake thing yep. in bed, and then she, she, is, she has clearly seen some shit. And right, right. That's going to be, so, there'll be a slow guess, reveal of that over the course of the season. Yeah, and that's what I guess I need to understand. Like, number one... What was she eating out there? Right. Or exactly. Was there, or was there like a massive time difference to where she was only out there for a little bit? We don't know any but, of that. That's what we need. To, that, that's kind of what I want to see. And if there was, then how was Fitz able to go through and then come right back? I don't know. It's right. There's a lot of it where I'm like, wait a second. How, how was she able to survive, number one? Number two, how was she happened to be right exactly where the portal was? But we'll see. Maybe I hope they address that through the season. Yep, that that oh. they, they could that could be really compelling, or it could be complete stretch. Uh, for so now, they, they have my interest. They're definitely making a lot of use of Coulson's. Like, hey, look at me! I don't have a hand. Yeah, so I have a robot <laughs> hand. Yeah. <laughs> I think when he's ho- like, well, I lost a hand. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and, but, I mean, and they've got Fitz being the guy who's providing the tech. And I yeah. kind of hoped he was going to like show up with some Stark tech just to tie yeah. into the movies. And maybe basically they're showing him not really being happy with it. So at some point, maybe uh, Robert Downey will show up for a cameo and say, here's, here's a good hand that yeah. will do all the things you want it to. Let me lend you a hand. Oh, 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 oh. I jokes. I'm out. <laughs> yep. I, I, Where's I my paycheck? I really like um, Coulson's character. Yeah. His character is very down-to-earth still, very normal. For all the amazing things he does, he's a very down-to-earth character. Yeah, I like that. I like the CIA gal as well. I've seen Their interactions were really well scripted. There was, yeah. was like Joss yes. Whedon level of banter there. Yeah. Um, yes. I was very entertained by that where they were, they were both clearly playing a multi-tiered game and mm-hmm. Coulson's just like, oh, I'm so sick of this shit. And I'm just... <laughs> And yeah. wanting to cut to the chase, can we can we just get on with this? Can we can we just do, can we do this and get to well, the point? It's definitely where the reoccurring theme also for the show is that every season there's been a new sort of antagonist, sort of helper. Like you right. don't know they're they're trying to do the same thing. They're just going about it very differently. Yeah. You had Edward James Olmos' yes. character yep. last season, and then the uh, the Colonel guy from the first season, where you know they're. They're, they're, each person's doing what they think is right. It's right. just they're conflicting in some p- parts. I like that they've introduced this mysterious third entity that's also yeah. hunting Inhumans that right. is yeah. clearly not Hydra. Yeah. No. And they're giving Ward time to, to slowly build, build Hydra into something that I assume next season will be actually threatening and ready to be the big bad. Right. I'm right. glad they're not rushing into and now... Ward is head of Hydra, and here comes Hydra guys in Hydra logoed stuff, and <laughs> and they even they even had a, a joke in there where they talk about uh, didn't like paint 
paint shield logos on everything. He's like, ah, oh, you heard me on the show last year. Good, yeah. good for right. you. Um, but then he did say, sometimes I can't resist. Yeah, because they put one on top of the plane. Yeah, of course they do. <laughs> um, so I like that they are giving the Ward storyline room to grow. Yeah. They're not forcing it, and I hope it matures into a, a, a good, awesome showdown for the end of next season. Although I'd have to say they really do did not have to show, do that whole just show the back of the guy's head when he's talking to the professor eh. at the very end. Because you knew yeah. the instant that a person walked up to him to want to join his class, oh, you yeah. knew. Of course you did. <laughs> so they really didn't have to be all sneaky and just show the back of his head until the very last second. I'm like, come yeah, on. Yeah, you got to remember. I mean, the, the show is meant tropes. for younger folks as I well. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> We've been so they're like, oh, snap, or whatever kids say nowadays. Meloria <laughs> <laughs> okay, in the yeah. chat mentions the, the good line that Gabe Coles, Gabe Coles and lost my left hand and my right hand, referring and to right, right. May. Yeah. Um, they've kind of given her some fun stuff to go off to do. And um, Hunter, uh, one of the less interesting characters to me up until now, is suddenly becomes a who. You're a compelling and interesting uh, character on a mission now. I'm, oh, and you've hooked up with May. I'm going to observe you closely now. I uh, liked Hunter. Yeah, I liked him. I liked him since the beginning because even with that whole like real shield and not real shield mm-hmm. situation, he was always a part of the team. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I just the, the, the early iterations of him and Mockingbird were a little annoying to me. Well. Well, I, just found, Mockingbird I found was a Mockingbird annoying. to be really annoying. She is better written this season, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. She um, definitely is. Either, yeah. either the actress is more at home in the role or they're feeding her better material. I wasn't screaming her for her to be off the screen already. And so you're, you're a low-rent Scarlett Johansson is, is what I had in my brain as last year. And now I'm like, hey, what's up with you now? And then actually, you know, give give, give <laughs> How you How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, so pretty strong out of the gate. Um, good use of Inhumans. Lash is a really cool um, character with a fun power. Um, we have you know, Mystery of Shadowy Third Organization harvesting uh, Inhumans for God knows what reason. Um, and they haven't. Do you know what that thing is? Yeah, it, it's a character called Lash. He's, he's straight out of the comic books. Um, okay. And. They've done a really good job. The, the makeup effects is, is, is a real good callback to the comic book mm. design of the character. Um, and he, he basically does the, the portal and um, morphing through solid matter thing, uh, okay. as, as you saw. And then he's just weird looking. He's just freaky looking, yeah. Um, okay. He has the whole Beauty and the Beast, you know, semi Leonin thing yeah. going on. Mm. Um, so I, I love the the makeup design. I think they did a really good job with him. Um, we haven't had a chance to learn a whole lot of him, so I don't know how close he is to the the comic book version of the character. Um, <laughs> but so no. far, he's he's just kind of a a hitman kind of a you know, yeah. nebulous threat I'll, of her. I'm going to come teleport you away and steal you. Rah, rah. Well, that's, that's all they've shown us so far is <laughs> gotcha. scary looking dude. What melts through walls? Holy crap! Now what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. So, you know, tune in for, for future episodes to see what the hell. Uh, so, shifting over to movie universes, um, there's a great disturbance in my pants. 
<laughs> because the full. You better final... take care of that. <clears throat> no, I don't want to. Uh, my wife's out of town anyway. So the final trailer for Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens uh, shipped last week during football. Yeah. Because yep. why exactly? Oh, don't even get us on this tangent, because Grill yeah. has like a great story about when he was at the gym. Yeah, this is like too funny. So I was sitting there at the gym, and I had these two guys talking next to me, and this one guy was just like, "Who's playing tonight?" And the other guy's like, "Uh, I think it's..." and I forget who played last last month. It's you know, blah 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 and blah blah blah, and. The guy's like, God, he's like, I don't even know. Because all they show is Star Wars trailer. Like, I can't even find out who's playing. All they keep talking about is stupid Star Wars. Like, who cares about Star Wars? It's so dumb. And the guy's just like, uh-huh. And then he goes, so I got to check, like, how my players are doing, though. <laughs> See if they scored me any points. And I was like... Wow, so you're bagging on Star Wars, but you're playing fantasy football. You're, dra- you're freaking DraftKings, yeah. <laughs> like, you're just a geek of another strike. Uh-huh. All, all there is to it. But so. why did they feel the need to try and match Star these Wars, together? Judging by the fact that it's a movie opening in two months that is sold out already, yes. and tickets are now going on eBay for, like, thousands of dollars. They, they freaking crashed AMC theaters and Fandango yeah. websites. They crash websites. I'm pretty sure there's a healthy population out there that likes football and Star Wars. And Star Wars, Wars I both. guess. And I am part of that yeah. healthy You understand, population. like, Star Wars has this huge fan base, and, like, football has this huge fan base. Like, the circles interact. <laughs> there is a middle. There's a, there's like, a Venn diagram that illustrates yes. where yes. these overlap, yeah. and the overlap area is large. Yeah. You, for not liking football, are more of the outsider of this paradigm. Yeah, whatever. There you go. So, men in yes. tight pants wrestling with each other mm-hmm, while a whole crowd of people watch. Men in tight pants wrestling with each other. You had me at men in tight uh-huh. pants. <laughs> Misha. Anyway. Uh, so. Got my tight pants on. <laughs> <laughs> in my safe place. So, oh the trailer God. is fairly epic. Uh-huh. Yes. And contains a heaping helping of everything except Luke Skywalker. Well, by maybe. And there's a shot in there that could definitely have been Luke Skywalker. Yes, possibly. Which one? But he is touching R2's head. That was from the previous <laughs> trailer. Gloved, there's a glove. That was the previous trailer. Cloak touching R2's head. Right. That was True. the previous trailer. No, yeah, that was in this trailer too. No, they didn't reprise that. It. It's in there. Oh, they did the same the same damn shot? Yeah, it's the same shot. Okay. He's like kneeling down next to R2 and he's touching his head. And but maybe, maybe. of course it could be somebody else. Right, we don't but know. It's it's but. pretty they're kind of telegraphic. Hey, look, robotic hand. Um right. and this is the same people that brought you it's not Khan. So yeah. God only knows. And True. Uh Skywalker is also missing from the final versions of the poster for regular theaters and IMAX. Um, everybody but Luke. Thankfully, yeah. no, no Jar Jar. Uh, Correct. Though clearly he is inside BB-8 piloting him. Possibly. Uh, that could be. Actually, uh, somebody was telling me at work the other day that I guess they, they talked to Abrams. Now, he may have been doing this tongue-in-cheek, uh-huh. but he said that they were planning on putting a kind of Easter egg shot as they pan over some planet of, of a dead Jar Jar. 
<laughs> that God, I hope so. Let it <laughs> like, be true. Just for like you know, a single flicker. But you know, once it gets home and everybody has you know on the Blu-ray, we'll I'm sure see it. No, I want up. I want the new uh, Dark Side dude. I would like the, the, to open on him, a la New Hope when he's he's choke when Vader is choking Captain Antilles. Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. want to see them walk in the room and he's just just finishing choking the life out of Jar Jar and drops him the phone and then there's just smash cut to the other side of the room and we know that, what what the hell was that? What there's a, a Gungan dead. No. Uh, and they just never speak of it again. Right. Misa think you're going to die. Yeah. But um it's the worst. He was. Yeah. That's uh, that's just His let's speech just let's, was horrible. let us hope. I mean the number of times it's been pointed out to me that the level of hype for The Force Awakens at this point is roughly equal to the level of hype we had for The Phantom Menace yes. at this point in its life. Because they, they, they wrote some wonderful trailers that, that disguised all kinds of, of pain and misery that was to come. Oh, yeah. You know, they had, they had minimal cuts of Jake Lloyd's acting ability, <laughs> little bits of, you know, just kind of a shot of See? Jar Jar Binks, but no speech. Um, you know, it looked good in trailer form, um, but like, like a rigged demo, you know, a trailer is one thing and the finished product is something very other. So, and shamelessly in a lot of the shots there was plenty of lens flares so i don't don't think oh, jj has gotten over his addiction to lens flares no um i think he's contractually obligated <laughs> to, to have put a certain percentage of, of yeah. lens flares yes <laughs> the first time the millennium falcon goes to hyperspace like the entire thing is just lens, lens flares flare. like 500 <laughs> lens flares at once just boom, right in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be good. In the trailer, they had a wonderful new take on yeah. on the jump to light speed. Um, just kind of shown from a reverse angle. It was kind of cool. Right. Um, and you had our, our first glimpses, or our clearer glimpses of Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hugging her man. Hugging her man. And a wonderful shot of... Um, Oh, what's the character's name? Not Poe Dameron, but the other main male character. Uh, bleh. Dude, what used to be Stormtrooper with lightsaber? Um, oh. uh, him, Boyd Bodega? Um, that's the actor's name. I can't remember the yeah. character's name. I don't know what the character is. I don't know any character's yet. name. I haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, no, internet, do you speak yeah. it? Um, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not going to study to go watch Star Wars. I don't feel the need to know the characters' names. You are doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Fan, short for fanatic, remember? Wow. Um, yeah. Anyway. I got too many other things I'm a I've, fanatic Yeah, about. I'm thrilled to watch the preview, but yeah, knowing the, the name. The shot of, of, of him, you know, he's, he's ignites Luke's old blue lightsaber. Right, and, yeah. yes, with and, the other dude. And go back and watch it and watch the expression on his face as dude. He looks with, scared as hell. Yes, he does. And yeah. it's just, it's, it's dude with red lightsaber comes from, like, oh, oh, shit. He was supposed to run away when I did this. I don't actually know how to use this thing. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm assuming in the movie at that point, you know, as, as the guy's about to strike, the, the green lightsaber will come in from the side and intercept it at the, at the last yeah. second. We'll see. 
I really um, want to also just see somebody be like, I can use a lightsaber and then immediately dismember themselves. Like, <laughs> because that's really what would happen in it's real like, life. Like the, the, the viral video of the guy with the nunchucks knocking himself unconscious. Yeah, yeah. So he, pretty much. So he just cuts his own head off. Like, I got this guy. Oh, my oh, God, my leg. Oh, my head. <laughs> oh, oh, low, I am slain. Yeah. Um, so. No, it... It looks looks awesome. Really, really good. Yeah, but... I'm pretty sure that if someone did that nowadays, oh, lo, I am slain. <laughs> not the words that would come out of their mouths. Uh, Have you not ever seen the complete works of Shakespeare abridged? Yes, but nowadays, yeah, that would it, be a little more. But that's how they. Uh, I mean, basically, anytime there's like a sword fight or someone gets killed, they just simply cut directly. Lo, I am slain, and they move on <laughs> to the next bit. So, oh, and lo, I am slain. The so yes, it looks fairly awesome. Uh, nerd Squee is re- reaching a fever pitch. Um, yeah, I mean, know, it's, we'll speak it's, again it's, on December nineteenth, and or sometime, you know, whenever we can get into the freaking theater because apparently they're all sold out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not even bothering Mm-mm. till the following week. Matinee taking work off. Yeah, uh, just when, yeah. when, when yeah. I can sneak in. You know, just the whole raising kids thing means I can't just do the midnight shows anymore. Um, just, you yeah. bastards who've sent your kid off to college. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm not, not doing standing. Oh, you're so old and tired. Awesome. Like, All right. See, you know, in three days. <laughs> uh, and also, I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, somebody went to the effort of cutting together all of the, the, the teaser and main trailers into oh, one wow. super cut. Mm. And did a really good yeah, job. Yeah, it's pretty good, actually. Yeah, they did a good job. Um, just basically all the snippets together, all the voiceovers linked together into one big one, and it's it, it's nerdgasm. Enjoy it. Yeah, <sighs> I like it. It's really good. Yeah, everything. Very good job. Yeah, I mean, visually it looks exactly what I want. The actors in it, I I like uh, quite a few of the actors from previous roles I've seen them in. Yep. So, and uh, and the the thing that gets the biggest emotional response for me is seeing. The return of the old characters. Yeah, of course. The, oh, the yeah. strongest part of this this trailer for me was Harrison Ford's voiceover when he's talking to the the characters that they are passing the torch to. Right. Oh yeah. One person who may or may not be his daughter, depending right. on where they take the story, and new dude, what what the the force is whispering to, saying, "Let us in, let us in." That's the stormtrooper dude, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a stormtrooper dude. Uh, I'd be a little worried about that guy. Why? Well, because stormtroopers, I mean, they're notorious for not being able to like hit a target. True. true. Maybe that's why they gave him a sword. They need the, he needs the force. He but force. you have the him talking about you know the stories you've heard. They're all true. Right. The Jedi, the dark side, the force, yes. and you just juxtapose that with. Hokey religions and ancient weapons are no replacement for a good blaster at your side, kid. The the atheist character we met in A New Hope, who is now has seen what he has seen and is a very different person than we used to know because he can't deny what he has witnessed. That's a character arc. Holy crap. And if you know that he shot first... It's an even better character arc. Yes, because Han shot first. Like walk into a bar and just murder so many Rodians. Just bam, 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 bam. Many Rodians died to bring us this information and plot thread. (laughs) 
<laughs> Special edition that. <laughs> well, not solo. An entire clan of Rodians. And I right. shot first every time. <laughs> and I was sorry for the mess. That's right. <sighs> Amen. Okay, moving on. Uh, so from a beloved franchise that is moving forward to yeah. a beloved franchise that is coming to a fairly glorious end. Uh, this week it was announced uh, that Mythbusters is coming to an end uh, with the season that will be broadcast in 2016. Um, it was Adam Savage announced it on his Twitter feed or some such. And for a reality TV show based in science-ish, um, that was a damn fine run. Oh, yeah. I think they really maintained their quality. Unless they totally drop the ball in this final season next year, it's, it'll be something you can hold up and say, here is good quality television, even done on the budget of... You know, reality. Now it's an atypical reality TV show in that it was an expensive one, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But Discovery got tremendous return on that investment because it was a very highly regarded show, and you know, as an aging franchise will, it has lost viewership over the years. But the quality, I don't think, has slipped one little bit. Um, yeah, and. I think they're they're going out I, again unless they totally screw things up. I, I don't foresee that happening because before they began shooting the final season, they knew it was the final season because Adam and Jamie at that point are executive producers on the show and they're in on these decisions. Right. So they they've planned this final season as the conclusion of their legacy. They're going to go back and revisit about a, a bunch of their favorite ones. They're going to blow up another cement mixer. Nice. <laughs> because they can. How did how do I get a job like that? Please God, how can I get a job like that? Well, apparently there's an opening. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> uh, we'll we'll see what they go on to uh, next. I, I assume Adam Savage will remain in front of the camera, and, and Jamie Heineman will go back to doing what he prefers, which is making shit. Right. And just get these cameras out of my shop, okay? I want to go back to work. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, in all the the interviews you read on both of them. They're basically say we're not friends. <laughs> We've never sat down to a meal alone together, but we work well together. Yeah, that's interesting. That is you know, for for a a high profile celebrity relationship. Yeah, that's quite an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Because. It is the, the the normal story you see is egos get in the way and you know people get entourages whispering in their ears saying oh you can make it on your own you don't need this guy and they seem to have resisted that for the entire time while looking at each other in the eye and saying yeah I just don't like you very much our personalities <laughs> well, I mean, don't it's mesh. one thing though you, you know I have people at my job that I, I, I'm okay with. I, right. I like them, but, but I never don't friends socialize with. outside of work with them. Right. True. I think everybody has that probably at their job. So it's just weird that two people that have to work so close together on TV yes. and act like they're very 
you know, into what uh, what I'm sure they're very uh, much they're into, into, into the doing, material they chemistry right. with each other. Right. Exactly. To not, you know, at least go out and like, let's go grab a beer. Nope. Let's apparently not do something every once in a while is a little weird, but whatever. Yeah, it it, it totally worked. Um, yeah, and really. It, it, it was remarkable that they got someone like Jamie Heineman on board because he is powerfully introverted. And mm-hmm. you can really see that in his lack of presence um, yeah. and how he really he has to work at his, his, his presence in front of the camera, whereas Adam Savage is this complete goofball and, and can't not be in front of a camera. Right. Um, and between them, they make, I guess, a whole television person. Yeah. Um, and SW says in the chat, hey, casually Mythbuster? It's like, sure, Discovery Channel, I know you're listening. Uh, have your people call our people and just send us a big check, and we'll, we'll, we'll be on set uh, in January. We'd be more than happy to blow up No My Wise at any time you wanted us to do it. I know where you live. <laughs> you understand this, right? You haven't moved, right? You wouldn't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe we have. <sighs> I know an IP address, and that's all I need. <laughs> so... Um, best wishes to the cast and crew of Mythbusters. Uh, looking forward to watching your final season. Uh, thank you for entertaining us for the, uh, what was it, 13 years? I think so. 13 or 14 when it's all said and done. Do a hell of a lot, basically. And Discovery has to just be like, oh, no. <laughs> well, you look and say, oh, you're expensive and your ratings are down, so it's time to pull the cord. And so, so it is. Um, yeah. they, what they may find a new home on uh, Red Tube, you, no, um, YouTube oh. Red. So YouTube has mm-hmm. rolled their new, much anticipated subscription product, um, where for ten bucks a month you can get the ads gone from YouTube. And next year, that will also gain you access to uh, premium content that they've been contracting with the high-profile, high-subscriber producers on YouTube to produce exclusive for YouTube, only available to people who pay for YouTube Red 10 bucks a month, um, will have access to. Hmm. And this also rolls in their previous music service, um, so basically, if you sign on for YouTube Red, you also get the music service. Basically, the music service goes away because it was also nine ninety nine a month, and is replaced and encompassed by the new YouTube Red subscription service. Huh. And YouTube producers who have monetized their product and who decline to sign up for the new contract, this new service. Uh, basically will have their videos hidden from public view until they are willing to sign on to the new terms and conditions. Really? This is this is the new way of doing things where if some if you've monetized your video and someone who is not a YouTube Red subscriber views your video, the old method of them being presented with an advertisement and you being paid for that advertisement will remain in place. Ah. And then if someone who is a subscriber comes along and views your video with no advertisements, there's a new equation that tells you, okay, here's the cut you get of the nine ninety nine a month subscriber fee per person, and that will be the new model going forward. Huh. So you can still monetize. You just have to agree that if a subscriber shows up, you won't get money from your advertisers. You will get money from the YouTube Red 
plan and here's the magical math that says YouTube gets most of the money because um, that's just how it is. Hmm. But we'll see how this pans up. This is I, I'm watching this with great interest. Because um, I think I'm finally starting to get YouTube. Um, I was too old to to latch onto it um, quickly, but I've started actually managing my subscriptions and signing in from my various devices. So I've got my iOS app, I've got my Apple TV app, I've got my Roku app, and once you have self-selected what you want to see, it's a pretty compelling marketplace of entertainment when you sit down with your remote in front of your TV. Um, And I'd never really bothered to play with it before. And I can see how this could be an absolute substitute for network television. I don't think they're a serious competitor for the Netflixes and Hulus of the world. That level of production value is unlikely to show up on YouTube in great quantities. But the quality of stuff that is being produced by YouTube content creators is only improving by leaps and bounds. And you, the, the best thing that YouTube can do going forward is to curate this massive content for us because my problem is there's just there's just too damn much of it i don't think it's all that great i mean okay see there's a lot of the the vast majority of it is dreck but there is some good stuff in there yeah no there is good stuff obviously but you're telling me that the uh, youtube video no matter how good it is and i've seen some good stuff put on by actors that are in actual shows on television even those are not that good is going to compare to like a doctor who or an arrow or a you know if you're comparing apples to apples if you're comparing fantasy to fantasy and marvel to marvel and you know gaming to gaming i just don't see it comparing right now i think the day may come that we are that day is far off yeah today is not that day I know, but it, this is you're saying that it was competitive to network television. There's I don't, no I don't way. think it's competitive. Competitive right now. for maybe for my a, time. Well, okay, well, that makes sense. If you're if you're saying you're spending time there, I, I look at YouTube the same way I look at Reddit. I if I'm really interested in something, there's probably a subreddit or a YouTube out there that will give me what I'm looking for at that particular time. And there's a couple things I subscribe to on YouTube, but. Even then, I, I it's 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 more because it's like, well, I like your site, so I'll give you a subscription because I know this helps you out from a your numbers standpoint. But it's not something like I go, oh my god, yay! There's new content. I have to go watch it right away. Right. So and that's, that's the challenge. Still, that's the challenge before Google right now is is improving yeah. what's there and sorting it for us. I think YouTube Gaming is an effort in that direction because all YouTube Gaming is is a front end and a sorting filter. Sure. That takes the the and and slight improvements they offer the the gamer broadcasters sixty frames per second, sure. and you know, improvements to the infrastructure. But it's basically just here's a way to slice through YouTube and find the gaming content. Yeah, and there's you know my son maybe this is something he'll love because he watches a ton of crap on YouTube like all yes. the time. And that's I think that's definitely a generational thing. I think I'm I'm. Yeah. Barely nibbling around the edges of understanding why it is so compelling to the generations behind us. Because it's two minutes. 
the yes, they do have the attention span of a hyperactive flea. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. but so did we when we were that age. Exactly. Um, oh, I wouldn't say that. Oh, I watched freaking all my Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, that's pretty true. I did. I sit sat for like there four hours because you had no other choice. If you weren't there at that time, you would miss it all. I know. That's they're not. They're not hindered by that anymore. Lasted. <laughs> they are no longer constrained by that. They are the DVR generation, uh, on demand, baby. Now he, like I said, for his generation, more. It's just that they're not. They didn't get indoctrinated by network television. So the the concept of sitcoms and stuff like that doesn't resonate as much with them. Whereas, you know, a show that they can find on YouTube or wherever, especially anime or stuff like Mm -hmm. that, it's it's much more convenient for them to go there. But and obviously, you know, they mentioned that one of their exclusive shows is going to have PewDiePie in it, and oh, but of course, it, I mean, you have to go with the number one, right? And I mean, everybody apparently watches. It. I've never, I've yet to even see one of this guy's Me shows. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, he's super duper popular, and they've actually got one of the producers of The Walking Dead, <laughs> and it's like a show based on putting him in video game like scenarios and scaring him. Yeah, like wow, that's that's your nine ninety nine there, my friends. <laughs> we'll see. Obviously, there is a market for somebody, so knock yourselves out. And I I like the fact they're like, oh, and iOS is going to mark this up by 30%. Well, suck it. We're going to just pass that cost right along to the consumers. And so if you're an Apple device user, according to the article, your best bet would probably be to go directly to Google, buy it there, and then just log in. But if you buy it through the App Store, uh, they're passing the, the markup that Apple puts on it directly to you. But of course. Yeah, all I know is when they retooled live streaming for YouTube gaming, mm-hmm. they they made YouTube into a viable platform for me. So I basically have a no cost twenty four seven television network running on YouTube right now, and I'm I'm okay with that costing me nothing. Um, yeah. and being on damn near every smart TV, mobile device, sure. and Apple TV box in Roku in the universe. So. Keep, no, on, I mean, keep on, I'm keep it on, YouTube. Yay. Right. Yeah, I'm not knocking it. And if this is their way to monetize it, that's cool, too, because it's not like they're putting it in front of everything. Yes. So exactly. the fact that, okay, you don't have to have ads, there's, there's a value there that if I used YouTube, YouTube more, I would consider it. Well, and it's really, it's the old Hulu versus Hulu Plus model. Yeah. Just with user-created content instead of network-created content. Right. Um, I'm cu- I was also interested to see that Paramount put a large chunk of their back catalog of movies up on YouTube just for free. Oh, that's so cool. Come, come watch some of our classic movies on YouTube. Great. Here it is. Huh. You know, we, we, here's a high-quality upload. You know, watch our ads and... and Fascinating. Yeah. So the the... Movie studios are not ignoring YouTube as the next big thing potentially, or just one of the the thing. I've not. I see. Don't see that there is going to be a next big thing. Mm-hmm. There's going to be lots of next things that are going to slice up the available market, and because we're no longer constrained to what television networks or movie studios spoon feed us. So yeah. the, the the you know lowering of the bar and and you know the the glory of the internet means choose pick what you want 
What do you feel like tonight? And someone is likely serving that up for you right now. Um, so from that, we get things like, you know, direct to Netflix originals, like, hey, Daredevil, awesome, bring it on. Um, and you get things like, you know, PewDiePie is a multimillionaire. Because yeah. reasons, apparently. Yeah, well, I, apparently he's super funny. So I guess. I mean, supposed to be funny. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not, not my cup of tea. Him yeah. one way or the other. It's just I'm, I'm uh, just not his demographic. Yeah, definitely. Definitely um, not. Yeah. I, 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 can I be a multimillionaire? No, I, uh, oh, that's right. You need talent. Damn yes. right. Right. Talent that is and never never ending work <laughs> ethic. God talent or extreme luck. Yeah. Or usually both. It it is definitely. I mean, luck and timing. Yeah, so Absolutely. play into it. But if you're there and working your ass off when the opportunity knocks, then you you get your just reward. There you um, go. I merely work my ass off. <sighs> I'm sorry, I was miles away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put this this one in here in the spreadsheet just because I keep getting these calls. Have you guys well, experienced an uptick in this lately? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I'm talking about robocalls. Robocallers oh. and, and I don't scammers. Yeah, a lot of, lot of uptick in scammers. Okay, I apparently, it's not just me. I am getting sued the crap out of oh, God. By, the by the IRS. The IRS Absolutely. is suing my ass, even though that's not how they operate at right. all. They don't, you know... Uh, Officers of the IRS do not cold call you and demand payment with a money card you buy at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how they want it? We yep. never talked to them, so we don't know. Um, and the number of times Microsoft Windows support has called me because my computer is infected with a virus and they need to remote control it to fix it for me for a fee. Um, <laughs> yeah. Today alone, I got four of these calls. Wow. Yeah. I should check if that New York number that keeps you better me is on there. I got one of the ones from New York today. 212 area code? Uh, I don't have my phone with me, but yeah, yeah there was a call. I, got, I literally get it three times a day. One of the, the 212s today and three of the Bangladesh 081s. Yeah. Oh, I don't get Bangladesh. My wow, phone, my phone so has fi- finally started IDing it. it was, I, was, I would just get plus 081 and then a, a random right. number. And it finally started IDing it today as Bangladesh. Um, yeah, it's been... And, and in the chat, Agri SW and Epper 1G are both saying that, that they also noticed the uptake, uptick about two months ago. That's about how it's been for me. Yeah. So these, these scammers have found some technique of screening themselves from backtracing or they're just well out of our jurisdiction. Well, and the interesting thing, a couple months ago, how it started was they would just call and it would be dead air and hang up. Right, they, were, they were testing. It seemed like all I was doing was trying to see when was somebody going to pick up the phone. Like, they're basically building their matrix of, okay, this is when I'll target these numbers because I know, and probably farming that out to other companies than to uh, make use of that data. Yeah. I mean, it's when I see clear. one of these hinky numbers, I, just, I answer the phone and I just say, go. And because their their voice recognition systems are waiting for someone to say hello or yes or something, you know, a human being on the other end of the call, if you said go, would say uh, hello or you know, would react in some way. Their systems just 
choke on the word go and they just, it usually just auto hangs up on me because it doesn't mm-hmm. it, it's it, i didn't respond the way they wanted they wanted an elderly voice to say hello so, Ooh, fish on we got a live one okay tell her her computer is infected let's get in there and identity theft bastards <laughs> anyway <laughs> from ars technica there is an article here saying the fcc hopes to shut down robocallers by publishing numbers weekly so they have an idea of having people submit these calls as they occur to some kind of aggregator and then publishing a confirmed list of hey these are the these are the scammers this week and for services like what I use for my business line and my home line Vonage they actually let me block individual numbers so yeah. I always dump these into my block list, but the average uh, home phone service doesn't have a block capability yet. Um, so I'm not sure how a useful. A lot of them do, though. It, we're getting to the point where more and yeah. more of the digital, the voice over IP providers. So if you get your yep. uh, your POTS line through your cable TV provider, they will usually have a web interface where you can dump a certain number of block numbers in. And they, what I'm hoping they wind up doing with this is they start aggregate the list and distribute it to the telcos and they will just auto block them. That would be the Check That'd be perfect. Out. The number that keeps calling me is on there. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Awesome. So, I mean, yeah, we're actually in like with uh, Cox Communications, I don't know if they have a web interface, but they have basically you can dial a code in your phone and it's so block that last number. And it says, yeah, block the last number that called me and it just takes care of it. Sweet. Yeah. We're going to do that for this. So. Well, yeah, I don't know about your cell phone, but whenever one of the, whenever Cox, one of the ones guys that calls and pretends oh, to be right. Microsoft, you know, and they're talking to a freaking IT professional, I toy with them every time. <laughs> oh yeah, time I know. To be toying with people. Uh, if I have time, because all the time they're talking to me, they are not harassing some victim who may fall for it. So anytime I'm talking to Bob from Microsoft Support, who's clearly uh, calling from Delhi because he, he's speaking with the accent of not uh, Redmond, but uh, you know, Mang- uh, Bangalore. Um, yeah, I'll just uh, string them along of, oh, okay. Um, so well, I need you to click on the start menu. Uh, my computer doesn't have a start menu. Uh, it's usually in the lower left-hand corner. No, all my menus are up on the top. Um, okay, do you see a start menu? No, I see a little piece of fruit. Um, <laughs> basically, yeah. Um, oh, uh, I have a Mac. And I usually conclude the, the call with, and die in a fire, you scamming piece of shit. Click. Uh, mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what are they going to do? And, and it's usually a dead giveaway because they're calling the direct number on my cell phone, right? which is not a number that I use. I use Google Voice. Mm-hmm. And Google Voice auto-forwards my real number to the carrier-given phone number on my phone, which lets me change carriers at will, and my outward-facing phone number never changes. So whenever my direct line rings, I know, oh, God, it's a robocall or a scammer 99.9% of the time mm. because nobody has that number except for maybe the previous owner from years ago. And it's almost always one of these jokers. Ugh, just you are, you are the one of the lowest levels of humanity, and you're spending your time doing this instead of living your life. I should feel sorry for you, but I actually feel contempt for you. 
So FCC, in all your your renewed glory of actually making a series of apparently intelligent and well-reasoned decisions, good on you and keep it up because these guys are getting under my skin and it's just ugh, needs to stop. Yep. Yeah, they, they are annoying for sure. Uh, speaking of annoying things. Uh, <laughs> so BBC. Uh-huh. Producer of some wonderful content. Speaking of which, are we not going to do Doctor Who this year? Have you decided against that? I have no access to the current season. Oh, of okay. Never mind. So I may weep quietly into my Cheerios at this point. Um, huh. all yeah, we're caught up on that. I hate you. Um, <laughs> you can come watch it here. We bought it. Yeah. <laughs> so are you free uh, Saturday? Um, <laughs> Binge watch. Exactly. Wow. Um, have you caught up to, um, uh, what's her name yet? We're one behind. The Girl Who Lived? Uh, no, we, we've watched that. Yeah, we, we watched, watched that one. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. We haven't, no, we haven't watched The Woman Who, The Girl Who Died we watched. We oh. haven't watched The Woman Who Lived. The Woman Who Lived is the next one. Oh, yeah, okay. that's the next yeah. one. Maisie so Williams. Maisie Williams. Have you seen Maisie Williams yet? We've seen her in their first episode, okay. yes. More to come. Um, yes. yes. But, so... In the UK, uh, television is publicly funded, and you pay a, a television tax, and that money goes towards financing British Broadcasting Corporation. Right. And they provide the iPlayer, which is their really well-designed, uh, on-demand player of recent and archived series. Um, and they've, re- they've attempted to region lock it by having it only play for IP addresses that they know are based out of the UK. Um, right. Those in the know have known how to tunnel in with VPNs and Tor routers and things to have their traffic appear to be coming from a UK-based IP address in order to access the iPlayer from far away in other lands. And BBC has finally gotten wise to that and is beginning to block these methods of accessing iPlayer. Oh, no. Is is that what happened to you? I ain't saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not promoting I'm neither partic- confirming or denying I will that. Confirm nor deny. Actually, I just had haven't had the, the the spare brain cycles and time to reestablish those kinds of connections. That's how I used to consume um, uh, stuff. Just I gotta say, there are other sites. There's a. I'm not going to go down the torrenting route because it is it is a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> And in the current climate we live in, unfortunately, merely using Tor for any reason at all, totally legit or not legit, is enough to get you on an NSA watch list. Plain and simple. It will will definitely get your IP address listed as something that they want to keep an eye on. I'm sure they're already watching your IP, so you might as well go for it. Exactly. Shut your mouth. It's only because you reported me. Uh, don't That's think right. I don't know that because I'm watching your IP. You um, do get good money. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll <laughs> be in the car. So, measure, countermeasure, measure, countermeasure. Mm-hmm. I I can't really fault them because I if I were to VPN into the UK or Tor network my way into the into the UK and use their bandwidth to play their juicy, juicy content. Um, I don't actually pay television tax. All I can say is I'm looking forward to their 
soon to be launched, I pay you money and you give me access to a version of the iPlayer service that they announced earlier this year. Um, unfortunately, it'll be probably two years before the content I really care about, like, oh, Doctor Who. Um, Sherlock. Sherlock shows up on this service because they were already locked into uh, contracts with other pr- distributors like Netflix and Hulu and such. It's and, okay. It's two years till Sherlock gets its next season. Yeah. So no, don't, don't we get the Christmas special this year? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. With, but that's yeah. them set in Victorian times, which sounds it is. Like, it's a ton of fun to me. Um, so, which you will not experience. <laughs> not for two years. Um, when they do eventually roll it out next year, but I will wait until they actually have content on it that I give two craps about, um, they will have my money. Because I, I, I have, have made it my mission to vote with my wallet. So every time one of these providers has made the move that I wanted them to, you know, HBO immediately got my money for HBO Go. Um, or HBO Now, excuse me. Um, and Hulu immediately got my money for the no advertising version of their product because I try to put my money where my mouth is. Um, and, I, and I am very vocal about bitching about the things I don't like. And I try my best not to be a hypocrite when they, okay, here's exactly what you asked for, sir. Like, oh, but I don't want it now. Like, no, here's, here's my money. Shut up and take my money. And bring me more like this. <laughs> give me a—I've always said, you know—give me a legit way to consume this content, and I will do that every time. Absolutely. Um, and they've—the the various entertainment industries have been slowly learning. Apple with the iTunes movie and music stores, um, Netflix, especially with their original content, they you know always get always getting my vote in money every month. Um, just they—they they filled in. All the, the things I want, you know, Hulu mostly brings me the, the, the live television I want, you know, the day after it, it goes live. Um, and I don't like Hulu that much. It's, it's got, I mean, now that I've got my DVR back and forth, getting things like The Late Show, um, yeah. it's lost some of its luster. Uh, yeah. For a while just, there, when my it, DVR was out of commission and my my antenna was down, then it was a godsend, but eh, maybe canceling yeah. that. We'll see. It just didn't go bar back far enough so like we were like oh let's try it out and it's like i can't seem to find the either the really old stuff or the or, start of the episode right. well, there's only you going back like three episodes in a lot of cases yeah and i mean, it was it was, like, I mean eh. hulu was created by the networks i mean they created and owned by them so they're they're yeah. still trying to say hey you want to see the, uh, come watch our old model of doing things they're, they're still yeah, i mean it just like i said the the math i ran through or we ran through yeah, was really. we really only watch four or five shows religiously it's cheaper for us to just buy those on Amazon and get the same value, and plus we can start anytime because and we can invite people over to watch them. Hey, what a concept! Yeah, we could <laughs> charge them a fee. <laughs> no, because then they could just buy it on their own. Do you oh, have we'll charge of a less fee? Do you have <laughs> the express written permission of the National Football League? Um, we are exactly. uh, we're subletting. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's totally allowed. Not. <laughs> Anyway, not, not yeah. allowed. No, Hulu, Hulu, I will agree with you. Hulu is is definitely the weakest link and, and will be the first to go when I, when I need to shave something off of my uh, subscriptions. I'm still yeah. paying eighty dollars less per month. Oh yeah, yeah. Than yeah. I used to for my cable subscription to yep. get ninety percent of what I care about. 
The only thing I really feel, that, you know, missing are football, of course. <laughs> BBC America, um, AMC, and Discovery, because I'm you know not current on things like MythBusters. Um, the Mad Men of the World and Walking Dead of the World, you know, those are, are consumed through iTunes. Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure Mad Men ended. <laughs> I know, but I was saying during its run, it was, right. it was one of the things I was like, I kind of wish I had that. Um, so, and, you know, the, the BBC Americas for the um, Doctor Who's and Sherlock's of the World and... Um, apparently, I'm missing out on a, a, a massive addiction with Downton Abbey, but that one has just never, never lit my fire. Um, no. Just not, not. Just, I don't need any starch collars in my in my life. It's just not my thing. Okay, uh, but I digress. So, curse you, BBC, for totally legitimately and justifiably blocking VPN access to the iPlayer. <sighs> but that's what I do. Questions. Comments, smartass remarks. No, uh, Grill was shrugging, and I just look at him like, you know, you know, they can't hear that, right? I, know, but he was, I was shrugging <laughs> while no one was talking, so it was a uh, complimentary, like meh, meh. I, uh, you know, between see, that's I, I play too many games to really yeah. care that much about having that much stuff to watch. <laughs> yeah, see, that's I actually. I know. Brace yourselves. Played a video game last night. Wow, Peggle. No. <laughs> <laughs> I played a little bit of Heroes of the Storm. Oh wow! Which oh, yeah. I profoundly suck at, and yeah. Diablo Three, which I suck less at. I actually, made a season four character and started leveling it up from zero. That's um, cool. Did a demon hunter for the first time, and realized, yep. My wife's definitely out of town because I'm playing a video game. Oh, yeah, there you go. Because otherwise there would be no time. Um, and I was looking at it. I hadn't realized that Destiny was available for the PS3, so I, something I could actually reasonably go out and get. And now that they apparently have fixed many of the issues and problems with since the launch, um, are you much of a uh, Destiny player, either of you? <laughs> Oh my God! Grill doesn't get off of. I've been known to play Destiny a little bit. Yeah, eight or nine yeah. hours a day. Here or there. I mean, I, I might have a light level three hundred eight character. I might. So. <laughs> I might have done you know the current raid. I might be looking forward to the hard mode that's coming out on Friday. A little bit. So no, he doesn't play. Little, little, just a smidge. There's a great video. I'll have to post it on our Facebook page of a Destiny support group <laughs> that was done by uh, Rooster Teeth. It's of course it was Rooster good. Teeth. Yeah. Well, I mean, Halo Five is on the horizon. Your Xbox One family, right? Yeah, yeah. I, that one looks okay. Even though I've heard, like, from a multiplayer standpoint, for the competitive stuff, I guess the beta they released. Some people were telling me they've changed it it doesn't really feel as halo-ish as it it's kind of more moving towards like a call of duty feel so that's a little worrisome but the the storyline you know hopefully uh 343 studios can uh, continue i thought halo 4 was pretty good for the single player campaign uh but i mean it's it looks good it'll be a nice game to play but i probably won't pick it up at launch because we're about to hit fallout 4 territory yeah so. that too 
So, um, but no, Destiny's been, and they've really, there's still some big issues I have with the way they do loot at times, but the the expansion for the Taken King has been fantastic. The raid they put in for the Taken King is kind of a culmination of everything they've done, and they did a really, really nice job with the actual mechanics and the feel of the raid. Loot still is an issue. <laughs> but, uh, so, and they've also really found kind of a nice groove where they've been slowly releasing little quest chains and little and like these exotic weapons that you can only get if you've done this one part of the the chain or you found these items and then suddenly you know you you get to the patch day and there's now a quest with this one vendor that wasn't there before so they've done a really good job since launch of keeping you you're always kind of looking at the subreddit or, or on the forums to see what's going on what if people found out about a given mission or or determined uh, kind of how to progress uh, the next steps of, of whatever items everybody's trying to seek. So that's been really interesting. It definitely keeps the game a lot more engaging than before, where it was just kind of like, and here's all the content. Uh, we'll see you in about six months. And we're done. <laughs> so it's, it's a really, really well done game. Uh, and I'm finally also in a position where I actually have two other people that are playing it. So at least for most content, the three-man fire team is is their uh, uh, kind of paradigm that they use within the game. So that's that's nice in this iteration now to pretty much have that whenever I want. Raids, you still have to go through a pain in the butt out of game looking for group process, which really kind of takes you out of the moment. But it is what it is, and it, it works functionally well enough. So in the chat, um, Emperor1G, I don't think you understand. Um, I haven't finished the tutorials and the training on Heroes of the Storm yet, and I'm sucking really hard. So unless you want to turn your stream into a comedy, um, I probably won't be appearing <laughs> anytime soon. I barely touched that game. Um, see, I'm still tooling around the map on Raynor learning the basics <laughs> of the game. I have never played a MOBA before. It is all sorcery and... and well, that's that's the MOBA to play. Oh, no. I mean, I, I, it's it's definitely the low-hanging fruit. It, I is just, the easy, <laughs> it is as easy as it gets. I mean... And, and that should illustrate to you just how bad I am. Like I tell all my employees always, suck less. Suck less. That's right. No, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it it does, they did a nice job also that you can do a lot of even, if you don't want to even face other players, you can do a lot of customized games against the AI within Heroes of the Storm where they actually have, I think, up to five different levels of AI you can fight against. And when you start notching it up, they become pretty annoying. Um, so it's it's good compared to League of Legends, which is basically like there's stupid as hell AI, there's you know slightly less stupid AI, and then there's pretty dumb AI, but it's at least challenging for a little bit, and then you you basically never play the AI again. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll just play the the AI in stupid mode and and feel, yeah. feel good about myself then. It's good. And once you play through it enough and you get a character you like and you understand kind of like what the upgrade paths are, that makes a big difference. Once you kind of have that and you're not having to stop every like two seconds and read like, what right. am I getting? Oh, what I what, what are my choices here on this talent? Yeah. Yeah. Eventually you go, okay, I get kind of an idea of what this path of a build will get me versus going a different route. And, and I think 
buried in my subconscious is is a Heroes of the Storm player because I listen to Into the Nexus pretty mm-hmm. regularly on the network because the guys are entertaining. Yeah. Um, uh, Garrett and um, Kyle are really entertaining and clearly know their stuff. I have no freaking idea what they're talking about, um, but... I think it's seeping into my brainstem at some level, and, and and it's coming forth at the weirdest moments as I'm learning things. I vaguely remember this about Avatar. Hmm, what's going on here? Um, so, oh, yeah, that's right. Don't play him because he's lame. All right, and moving on. Um, so there's hope for me yet. I mean, if, if, basically, if I can find the time is always the challenge because um, my days of you know sinking eight hours straight into an MMO are behind me. And won't return until after the kids are like living on their own. So, but it was it was a glorious dipping of the toes back into the world. Um, looking forward to BlizzCon. Uh, a note: um, so next week should, we should have a normal show. The week after there will not be a normal show because I will be in Anaheim um, and streaming the Con Before the Storm and um, World of Podcasts that night. So there will be stuff on the stream. It just won't be us. Uh-huh. Uh, to just be warned, it's going to be a weird weekend. Lot, there'll be lots of fun and interesting content going on on the network, just not casually hardcore. Uh, you may hear my voice on there with other people doing other things, but it'll be it'll be BlizzCon coverage. The uh, BlizzCon is the sixth and seventh, but I've got an event that we're going to stream on the fifth, uh, and then a whole bunch of stuff sixth and seventh. Just keep your eye on the front page of the uh, website for all that fun stuff. Are you uh, actually attending the con itself? Yes, and I actually. Got a media badge. Oh, good for you. Look at you. So I may need to actually spend some time utilizing that and getting some behind-the-scenes information and and press junkets and and fun stuff like that. So never a dull moment. I was I I don't know what I did differently this year. um, I got the proper link ahead of time for requesting a, a media badge and actually got approved this time. It's been a long slog to get to that point, so I will, I'll do my best to make uh, the most of it for you guys. Um, cool. cool. Carry, the, carry the handy quarter with me in case um, you know, Chris Messon presents himself uh, for me to ravage, and, or excuse me, interview. Interview, yes, that was the word I was looking for. Um, and I'll bring you, bring you what content I can, but um, <laughs> check the schedule tab at alphageekmedia.com and look on the 6th and 7th under the special event channel, and you'll see our schedule beginning to form up there uh, as of getting people signing up for different times. We'll be in the AIE Guild Hall in the Hilton if you want to come visit. Um, I'll be there fairly perpetually, um, streaming other people's stuff and making sure the rig doesn't get stolen. Um, yeah, there is that. And, yeah, it'll be, it'll, as with previous BlizzCons, tons of content. Um, doesn't look like there's any kind of big announcement in the offing this year. I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised they did, unless they're sneaking up on us with something, which uh, there's no indications of that. They've got basically you know Overwatch and the movie are the yeah. next big things. Um, well, Overwatch is a pretty big thing though, right? But um, they, it's not. It's just you know, hey, and Overwatch <gasps> continues to be in development. So, okay, <laughs> thank you for that announcement. Um, and, I mean, they've already announced that, you know, the beta uh, is coming, or the early access alpha, I forget, well, what, is coming the, soon. 
the the ones that I mean, there's rumor, and obviously it's just a rumor that they may announce another Diablo expansion. That, that's the one that's that you know Diablo has seen the least amount of love lately because we got Legacy of Void, Legacy of the Void coming for StarCraft Two, right? Uh, Legion coming for World of Warcraft, right? Um, Overwatch coming for Overwatch. Um, Hearthstone <laughs> continues to churn out the various incremental expansions and yeah. uh, decks and such. Um, and I, I, maybe it's just be, it's become self-perpetuating enough because they have all their various championship matches for the different franchises there, and they may simply see that as reason enough to have a BlizzCon now, where that you'll have be. Hearthstone matches and... Um, Heroes of the Storm and Heroes of the Storm and yeah. StarCraft stuff going on. Yeah, so even, and I don't know if they still do, but they, they even do like PvP for uh, WoW as well. They didn't have a the big raid on the schedule this year like they have in previous years. Yeah, so that may have dropped off the edge of the map, oh, um, no or well. they just may have put out an incomplete schedule. We'll see. Yeah, um, we'll see. So I'll, okay. I'll I'll let you know what I see. I'll bring you what content I can. Um, there will be live streams for all. Just keep tuned in. Um, the audio streams, and we'll be doing full video. Um, so just the the newly re- redesigned front page with video, and watch for the it's the video is still slightly hinky. The live video is working great. The twenty four seven stream still has an annoying habit of just stopping, uh. and that's the piece I'm working with the uh, software developer on. Say. It would be great if your product actually, you know, played on a loop like it said it would. And and how it did on my old hardware. My old my old crappy hardware worked great. Mm-mm. Get glorious new hardware with high-end Core i5 and super fast Intel SSDs and super fast RAM and high-end video card and suddenly your shit breaks. Okay, speak to me cuz I I went with what you told me to buy, guys. Um, it's a good thing I'm not bitter or angry about this. For sure. Otherwise, I might complain incessantly on air about it, and that would be terrible. <laughs> so, VMix Australia, I'm looking at you. Fix this crap so I can launch my damn video network. <laughs> I'm ready. My, my body is ready. Uh-huh. Wait, why are we talking about my body some more? Nope, not really. You hush, woman. <laughs> you know you want it. Anyway. <laughs> just gave myself the chills and not in a good way. <laughs> All right. Let's steer this ship into Ridlin Bay, as Paul and Storm say. You have been listening to Casually Hardcore live on alphageekradio.com. 90 minutes of your life. You just ain't getting back. Not happening. It's all done. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Find us on the web. Alphageekradio.com or just alphageekmedia.com for the audio and video offerings. The front page has been redesigned to be much more mobile-friendly. So if you come to it on your phone, just come to alphageekradio.com. It will automatically detect you're on a mobile browser and will present you with the now-playing screen with big, fat, easy-to-click buttons for audio and video and the countdown timers for the next live shows, all easily readable on your tiny, tiny screen. 
Uh, check that out. If you have any problems with that or encounter any bugs, please email me, info at alphageekradio.com, and I will get those fixed as far as I can tell. I've tested it on all the platforms that I can, and it seemed to render beautifully, but there's always those outliers. Windows phones, people. I need Windows phone people to get in there. BlackBerry people, uh, why are you still using a BlackBerry? Not sure. Um, but try your Windows phone on alphageekradio.com. Make sure it renders properly with the big, fat, easy-to-press buttons and easy-to-use players live all the time, 24-7, 365. That's how we roll. You can find us on the Twitter. Uh, the network is there as Alpha Geek Radio. The show is there as Hardcore Casuals. I have changed my identity. <gasps> what? What? No more. What did you do? Is no more. Aww. Actually, he's not no more. I, I immediately grabbed the name back up um, just in case someone wanted to camp it. So it exists, but it ain't me no more. Uh, mm-hmm. I am now on there as Alpha Geek Media. So um, follow me there, Alpha Geek Media, on the tweeters. If you see Gnomewise, there's, if you read the description, it says, Hi, this is the former home of the head of Alpha Geek Media, who you can find over here at Alpha Geek Media. Um, Got it. And Grail is on there as G-R-A-I-L-C-H. And Daxa is on there as Daxa C-H. That's D-A-K-S-A-C-H, not D-A-X-A. And Facebook, easy. Just search on there for Alpha Geek Media or Casually Hardcore to find our representative pages there. We have a subreddit, alphageekradio.reddit.com where people can submit show ideas like the ones we talked about today. Uh, we greatly appreciate the time you spend there. Um, get in there, vote stuff up, vote stuff down, submit links, give us ideas about what's happening in the world of nerd every week, and we will focus on what you're interested in talking about. Um, if you want to support the network, we are on Patreon. If you get value from what we do here on the network... Consider giving a little value back. Send us a buck a month. Whatever. Patreon.com forward slash alpha geek to learn more about that. Support the network as we move forward into the realm of video. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, if we get it working. Everyone else says video. We are, we are the lagging indicators, okay? We are yep. behind the curve, kids. And basically, I need all four cameras for BlizzCon, so I won't be delivering this camera to you until I get back from BlizzCon. So that's basically no where worries. that stands. Um, because everybody wants to do video at BlizzCon. What a concept! Mm-hmm. It's almost as if like uh, YouTube were a thing. Go figure. Mm. Hmm. Send your emails to the show at alphageekradio.com. That is the show at alphageekradio.com. In the meantime, I have been and remain no wise. Liar! You're now Alpha Geek Media. Only on Twitter. <laughs> And I have been Daxa. I've been Grail. And we are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.